Today, we're going to cover how you win a race weekend. Race drivers, this is Enzo. It's the morning after the weekend that was. Uh, we just had one of our most successful weekends, race weekends. I mean, I've had some blinders over the years, but this one was one to remember as well. Liam Lawson had his F1 debut. He did FP1, obviously, with Alpha Tauri, and it went really well. He couldn't do uh, a fast lap on soft tyres with lower fuel because, basically, he had Albon in the way, and then it rained. So he didn't have a chance. So he had to do hard tyres, heavy fuel, and all that. So he didn't really get to showcase and... But he would have went halfway up the grid. I tell you, he was on for a, a good lap. So he was a bit peed about that. But he made up for it by, in the F2 race, he won on Saturday and came third. So we got a double podium over the race weekend, which is brilliant. Helped his championship a lot because he's had so much bad luck, which is what we're going to get into actually in this video a little bit. And then Behrman also pretty much did exactly the same. He won on Saturday and got third on Sunday. So both of them, podium, double podium, which is great. So it's one to remember on the F1 side and F2 and F3, all the major championships that were there, the drivers did bloody good. So congratulations to them and everyone involved, mum, dad, sponsors, teams, everybody. We couldn't do it without you. So yeah, it was great. And you can always tell when we've had a, a good race weekend, because as I opened my bag today, when we arrived, it stunk of champagne. And that's because I got the job of washing uh, Liam's race suits ready for next weekend because our bags were full. I said, don't worry, I'll take it home. I'll wash the race suits ready for Zandvoort this weekend. So, yeah, I don't mind the smell. They're still here, actually. They're still zinging. Um, they're very smelly, but it's champagne. It's the smell of sweet success and a bit of sweat as well, which isn't nice, but they'll be washed soon. Um, but yeah, so it got me thinking, it got me thinking that to win a race weekend, and I've had this philosophy for like over 10 years now, I've always put things in boxes, which I've shared on this show. And it's differentiate and, and compartmentalizing the areas that you need to perform in or have a bit of luck in in order to get a good result. And you've heard me say it to death about it's the mental side, it's the driving, it's the car, it's the team. It's also things that are out of your control. All these things have to al align and perform well in and give you what you want in order for you to get a result. But to make it even more simple for you and to just show how difficult it is to get a good race weekend, even though you're quick. I'm going to use these Harry Potter cards. <laughs> I've got playing cards, Harry Potter ones. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to take six cards because there's three areas that I want to explain. And I'm going to flip them. It's going to be aces and twos, which I'll show you in a minute. But really, the three areas I want to talk about. I've got a piece of paper here. If you can see this on YouTube, it's brilliant. If you can't and you're listening on the podcast, this might be a bit difficult, but just try and follow. So the three areas that you must get results in or perform well in are, first of all, is my performance, which is your performance. This is the first area that I really want you to focus on. And it's the area that you can influence the most. My performance means, how am I performing mentally? Can I drive at my best when it matters, on demand, in qualifying, in the race, at the start, all these things? Am I at my best, right? That's part of it. Also, it's your actual driving. 
how well am I driving this car, this track, this weekend? That's all about your performance. You're driving in the car, how you are out of the car, everything. You. First area is my performance. The second area is my car slash my team performance. This is the motor part in motorsport. How well is the car set up? How quick is the engine? How good is the chassis? Is it in good condition, the actual car itself? How's the team performing? How are the pit stops? Are the, is the mechanic doing what you want? Or mechanics, is the engineer performing and doing what you want on the car? So that's really down to the car and the team. And it's, it is influenced by you, but slightly less than your performance. Right, the third area is external influences. Things that are kind of nearly out of your control. They still need to go well in order for you to get a result. So that can be, I got traffic in qualifying, or I didn't. Somebody crashed into me on the first lap. Uh, the car just broke down. Mechanical fault, no one's problem. Uh, red flagging, qualifying, all these things can get in your way. You know, I missed, missed my plane and or it wasn't my fault. The actual plane broke down. Whatever. Stuff that gets in the way. You can't really influence that well or that much, but it can still influence the result massively. Now, these three areas, you need to pretty much score high in or do well in, in order to get a good result. So you have to perform well, my performance. The car has to be good, set up well, and the team have to be switched on to get a good result. And things have to go your way, which is the third area, in order for you to get a result. Now, to make them three areas all perform as you want in one weekend, is more difficult than you think. I've worked with drivers, some of the fastest drivers, I'd love to say in the world, but let's just say in Europe, I've worked with some of these guys and they have had seasons where they just can't get it right, all three. If they're performing well and they're on fire, something wrong with the car. The team are not performing. We put them in the wrong team and they're not doing very well that year. Or they just keep getting bad luck, keep breaking down the engine they've got, sorry, back into the secondary now is not performing and we can't change it. Or then when other things are doing well, they're just not on it that day. And they get a chance and they're not on it. So it's just so difficult to get all of these three areas to do what you want. And with these cards, it's a chance thing, right? I'm going to say it's a more of a chance thing than you think. With these cards, I'm going to do is pretty much hit and miss. So just if you listen to this on the podcast, imagine I've got these three areas, which is my performance, the car and team performance and outside influences. And I'm going to flip a card, which is pretty much pass or fail, succeed or fail in each area. And it's randomly picked. And I'm going to do this to see how long it takes to get success, success, success in all three areas. So I've got these six cards here. Three of them are aces and three of them are twos. Now, if I flip an ace when I go underneath my performance, if that means your performance is good, then I'll go to the second box, which is going to be my car and my team performance. If I flip an ace there, that means the car and the team did really good this weekend or in this race. And then if I all of a sudden I flip a two, this is by, you know, they're going to be the opposite way. So I don't know what I'm flipping and I put it under outside influences, that means you performed well, the car performed well, but somebody took you out or you broke down. So what we really want is three aces in all areas. And I'm just going to flip these six cards until I get three aces. Let's see how it goes.
Okay, so we got the cards. Let's have a look now. So these are the ones, three aces, three twos. Give them a quick shuffle. And let's just flip them and see what we get. Remember, ace is a pass. I'm good in that area. Two is a fail. I'm no good. I under, underperformed. So two already, your performance was down. Maybe your driving was toffee. And the car's no good. But hey, nothing bad happened. So we're all right. So that's what we pulled this time. Not good enough for a win. Or not good to be up the front. So let's go again. Quick shuffle. Not that it matters, really. Really good performance. Really good car something happens what we got a fail in external influences that means something you know someone took you out or you got held up in qualifying right, now i'm going to speed this up so go through you can see me pulling all these two two none of them am i getting ace 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 oh how long hang on hang on hang on no same again two aces but again something happened out of my control that lost me at the front speeding it up you can see how many times i'm having to do this in order to get three flaming aces here we go one two we just need to get this last one and there it is right <laughs> little do you know well you probably did if you counted that just took over five minutes for me to flip out of six cards, you know, 50% of them are aces. For me to flip three aces. And it was like 26, I think, 26 attempts. Now that can be somebody's reality. They can go through 26 events thinking they're doing the right thing. You know, they might be hitting an ace. They might be re doing really well on their performance each time, but they just can't get the car or the team to do, to do what they should do or how they want it. Or they can't get any luck, can't get a break. You know, the engine keeps blowing up and traffic or you name it, things get in the way. So the first thing you must, and this is not kind of even exaggerating. This is what it can be like. That's why it's so important that you approach your sport in a very intense and obsessive way. And you've got to be patient because sometimes, like you saw on there, I did at least twice. I got an ace in my performance as a driver everything's perfect i'm ready and i'm on fire i got an ace in the car the car's ready it's perfect again it, it's fast it's set up well and the team are doing a good job but something happened in outside external influences something outside of my control happened that forced me to not get a very good qualifying position or to get crashed into or, or you know i just didn't finish a dnf that's how hard it is so you do need patience you need to really have the kind of long-term luck that I am doing the right thing and eventually life will give me some love and I'll get the result I deserve. But as a on a practical side, I always want to give some practical advice, right? But this is how I approach driving, coaching. It's like, right, I've always got to put things in boxes. And this is a very brief way of doing it. I've got more boxes than three when I'm working with a, a driver. But... My performance being the physical, you know, fitness as well, mental and uh, the driving. How can I improve that area? Because I've got the most control over that area. How can I improve it before the race weekend? And how can I use it after? So it is a before and after thing. You use it to help you prep. So you're on that sim, getting the driving down, learning the track. You're doing all you can in the gym to make sure you're fit enough. If the car requires you to be fit, some cars more than others, obviously. Is my mind good? Did I handle pressure last weekend? If not, how can I improve that? I'm going to start to do some self-development. And that is the build-up to the race. So you're fully knowledgeable of the track, 
and everything you need to do driving wise and you've got it down you've done as much prep as you can you're ready and you've learned from the weekends before to help that then the second one is obviously the car and the team if the team are not performing how can i lead them better it's a bit of my performance i know but i need to get more out of this team i need to communicate they're not doing well enough but i need to help them motivate them maybe get them on my side how can we make this car better? Maybe the engine's down, chassis again, and all that, you know, everything. Excuse me, video's still playing. So you've really got to attack them two areas the most. I think you've got the most influence over your performance. You've got secondary influence over the team and the car. And then the external influences, things that happen kind of out of your control, you can only mildly influence them. So... If at a race weekend, it looks like the kind of track where everybody parks up and queues up at the end of a lap to get a clear space because they either want tow, actually, not clear space, or they do not want tow. They don't want to be held up. Then there could be a, like a parking lot when you come to the last corner. Everyone's waiting. Like Monza's, this, Monza's like this. You see people playing funny games, right? That is external. But how can I prepare for that? Or if it's something... Like in a racecraft incident, you seem to have had four accidents in the last five races. I'm going to start to think now, maybe it's something I'm doing. Maybe I'm positioning myself in a way that's in their blind spot. So they're accidentally hitting me. You know, they, how are they supposed to know where I am? So you're trying to really take control of something you're not in control of. Is there any way I can be accountable for these things that are happening? And you look at the race weekend, come in and say, okay, what are the hazards, the things that do happen out of your control? Is there any way I can get help on the radio to get space on the track? Or um, I can look at a certain point to see if I've got enough um, gap track positioning to do qualifying or anything like this. So you take these three areas and you hold yourself accountable for all three. That's in the brief prep before the race weekend and the debrief after the race weekend. And you look at how you did. So there's two major things here, and this is all about how you approach it. The first major thing I said is to be patient. Be patient because you can be doing all the right things. You just got to keep doing it. Don't lose hope because, you know, it's like life itself, right? You know you're doing the right thing. And all it takes is for you to experiment a little bit, just tiny little shifts in the way you approach your day. You know, it could be a normal you could be in a normal job and listen to this or a different sport. It's like, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. So I know it's the right way and maybe just tiny adjustments. And then eventually things will fall your way. You just got to have the patience and it could take years. Honestly, in all different walks of life, this is a true fact. And then on the other side, it's how can I use these three boxes, these three areas to help me prep and debrief better. So I actually become better and I take more control of all these things. And that ladies and gentlemen, is how you start to win at race weekends. That's what we did with these drivers and these drivers do with their teams and their F1 junior programs. It's all based around that. It's helping them excel in the different areas and kind of put fires out before they happen. So that's how you win a race weekend. It might take time. It might just happen straight away next weekend. You just prep a little bit more and bang, you're there. You're in the top five. And obviously there's more gray areas of this. It's not just success and fail. You could be nine or eight out of ten in my performance six out of ten if there was a rating six out of ten in the car performance and you had some good luck it was 10 out of 10 no problem you can still win on that if it's better scores than everyone else that's on the grid 
So, but really we want to excel in the first two and then do what we can to prepare for outside influences. And that is how you win race weekends.